Happy Friday, everybody. It's That Guy Dad on June 18th. It is about noon. Hope everyone is doing well, healthy, happy, all of that noise. We just got back a little while ago from the pediatrician. Today was Dad's first day, first time uh, taking her to go get her shots. I did not care for it, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be a wreck, but I was okay. You know, she cried. Obviously, she cried. And this baby doesn't cry really that often. She kind of gets fussy, but she rarely, if ever, is crying, crying. Um, So, you know, it's nice to hear that she can actually... Because sometimes she's she's so happy, I think, well, is there something is there something wrong with her? Why isn't she getting upset? So it's nice to hear a full on a full on screaming cry because she got shots. It was funny, she she got the first she got three shots. So she got the first stick and reacted kind of slowly to it. She was clearly unhappy, and then second stick went in and then she was full on crying. I think she kind of knew something was going on because when the doctor was in there looking at her, she was on the verge of crying a little bit. She remembered something, but the doctor said she's very smart, which clearly I already knew. This is obviously the smartest baby in the history of the planet. Um, I know every parent says that. I'm just happy that Piper has made me not have to lie. You know, I'm not making it up. She is the best baby in the history of the world. Um, let's see. So the doctor was great. Everything looks good. Height, weight, head circumference, everything is right on the curve. Growing, the doctor said, and I quote, growing like a champ, which again, obviously, exactly what you would expect from the best baby in the world. But yeah, shots, no fun, but I handled it well. Yesterday had a bit of a parenting failure that I felt very bad about. Um, so she has, she is currently wearing a uh, helmet from an orthotist um, to get even out a flat spot in her head, and it's going great. We went to the orthotist yesterday so they could um, examine, go in for a checkup, and just check the shape of the helmet, make sure everything is growing the way it needs to grow, and it is. Uh, Piper also decided that, you know, while we were waiting to go in, she would shit her brains out, which she did full on like blowout shit going down the leg. So we get in there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to change her real quick. Look in the diaper bag that I had checked before leaving and noticed there were no wipes. And I was like, no, you're good. Good, good dad. Good dad Alex puts the wipes in, got a new thing of wipes, goes to the doctor and notices that there are no diapers. So she has just shit her brains out and I have no diapers. So I was like, well, let me go to my car. There's probably some in there. Also, no, no diapers in the car either. Luckily, it's a quick visit. I mean, it's only the whole process of getting a checkup there is about 10 minutes because they check, measure the shape of her skull um, tell you about it and then maybe make an adjustment to the helmet. He shaved a little bit off of it so her head could grow out in the back more and get a little more length. And, uh, yeah, the fact that she had to, um, 
sit in her own uh, filth until we got home. I mean, all in all, it was 20 minutes, which the funny thing, because she doesn't cry, she'll, she'll like poop. And then because she doesn't cry, none of us know about it. So she ends up sitting in there for a half hour, you know, in her own uh, excrement. And because she doesn't cry and tell us that she's that she's shit, then there's nothing you do about it. So, I mean, she obviously she was fine. She didn't even cry about it. I just felt bad that she had to be, in my mind, she was uncomfortable because of something I screwed up. And, you know, like I said, we were in and out in 10 minutes. The whole process, we were home, you know, in less than a half hour, change her, put her down for a nap. Um, it just sucked. It just sucked, and I uh, I felt like a piece of shit the rest of the day because she had to be uncomfortable for a little bit. Now, granted, is that an overreaction? Yeah, probably. Will it happen again? No. So I think the overreaction is perfectly justified. So I will uh, I will overreact all I want. Um, anyway, I said I was going to update about baby-led weaning, talk to the pediatrician about it. Love her pediatrician. Today was the first day I actually got to meet her face-to-face because previously um, my wife had been taking her in. They were only allowing, because of COVID, they were only allowing one adult per child into the pediatrician. And not that, you know, we're not traditional where it's, oh, the mom takes her in. It was just one parent can go. Uh, I knew that I wouldn't be bothered if Katie relayed what was said in the appointment to me but I know that she'd be more comfortable if she heard it firsthand. So obviously, I let my wife go in. Plus, if she's getting shots, and I don't have to be the one to be in there, um, and I have a, a good positive reason for it. Was a, it was a bonus not having to be uh, around for her first few rounds of vaccines. If I don't have to be in the room, that's, that's an added bonus. So we would, we would all go together. I would just stay in the car outside until they got out. But today, it was all me because mommy was working. So dad had to take her to go get her shots. And uh, listen, I'm proud of myself. I'm usually not good at, I hate going to the doctor for myself. I hate doing a lot of things for myself. But if it's for her, it's a lot easier to do it. I don't mind checking in. I feel almost like empowered. Like I don't mind talking to people. I don't mind advocating. I don't mind asking questions. I don't mind being annoying and asking probably too many questions. Um, anyway, her, her, her pediatrician is older, um, and she's old school, which I really like. I mean, she's got a lot of experience. She's seen a lot of stuff and I like that. I don't want anybody squeamish. Um, so we talked about baby led weaning, which is basically you don't do traditional puree baby food. You just have them start experiencing foods that they can deal with, um, you know, like avocado, like mushy stuff, basically almost a very similar consistency, but you don't give them baby versions of food. You give them like a banana, part of a banana. So it's, it's, they're not going to choke on it because you can still mush it. It's still like a, kind of like a puree, but it's not like pureed carrots, uh, more avocado, things like that. Um, and her doctor, I think thought it was, uh, thought it was frou-frou hippie, uh, hippy-dippy BS, um, which I don't, I don't necessarily think it is entirely. I think 
there are, listen, there are plenty of hippy dippy BS things with raising kids. Most of it that people will tell you, most of it you read online, I think is nonsense. Just because, listen, it's, I used to, I used to work at a preschool in Brentwood in Los Angeles and the amount of hippy dippy BS, specifically from, uh, one story of a well-known actress from the '90s who ha- whose star has faded quite a bit over the decades came in with her son, and she was a nut bar. She 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 would not enforce rules. Really, she's like we'd be like, okay, we're in here for this class, and the kid would just walk out the room, and she'd be like, she would just follow him. And I would say, well, he's missing the class that you paid for. And she's like, I never, I never want to uh, impose anything on my child. I want him to discover the world. And I was like, well, what if he discovers what happens when you stick a fork in a, a plug? You have, to, you have to impose some boundaries here, lady. Um, and she thought her son was a genius because he asked somebody what their name was. And she just thought, that he was so spiritually inquisitive. It's like, no, he just asked what somebody's name was. It's a pretty standard question for a human being to ask another human being, regardless of age. You nut bar. Anyway, she was weird. So there are two sides to it. Um, but I also don't think that the super traditional give them rice cereal for the first month after they turn six months old and then slowly introduce stuff. I don't know if that's necessarily the 100% right way to go either. I think all kids are different. And I think we will incorporate some of the, I mean, I still have to talk to my wife about it. Um, but I think we will incorporate some of the baby led weaning ideas in that, you know, she does need to learn how to eat actual food, not just, I mean, it's basically, you're just, they're going to hit a wall eventually they're going to hit a wall because they've gone from eating not food just i mean breast milk is food but it's just a liquid to then eating solid food they're going to hit a wall at somewhere in that point where their body's like trying to figure it out so it's really just kind of when do you want to hit that wall do you want to hit that wall after doing a bunch of purees and then giving them real food or do you want to gradually kind of start knocking down that wall as you go so we'll do the purees. And here's the thing. We all did it the traditional way. At least I did. My brothers did. Katie and her brothers did. And we eat just fine. I am a champ at eating. I could have gone pro, but I'm more of a I'm more of a hobbyist. But let's just say I'm a skilled amateur when it comes to eating. Okay? And I did it the traditional way. So there's really no downside. As long as she... I know at the end of the six months, she's going to know how to eat. I know that. And I know that she's not going to choke and die. So based on those two things, I'm flexible. And I think uh, I think that's what you have to be. Speaking of flexible, when we went to um, get her helmet from the orthotist, they were... There's a new way of scanning the baby's heads to get the measurements to make a helmet, to make a corrective growing helmet um, for the patients. And they asked us, would you like to help us learn about it? They're, they're in a training phase 
It's brand new in the United States. And they said, would you like, to, would you basically be a guinea pig so that we can try this new scanning technology? We can learn about it because we would like to implement it eventually. Doesn't mean we're going to use the new fangled helmet. We have one. We know a method that works and that's what we'll do. But while you're here, could we also try the new one? And we said, absolutely. I mean, if she, if she's just going to sit there anyway, and if she can help more kids down the road, obviously that's what we're going to do. And not to mention that, they gave us a gift card for our troubles. So we'll buy her something nice with the gift card when we get to go somewhere fun again. Maybe Disney, maybe the mall, who knows, wherever we go with their souvenirs. I'll buy her something because that's another thing I've learned. I love buying that little girl souvenirs. It's going to be a problem for me. I, we don't have unlimited resources. And I, we went to uh, the St. Louis Zoo while we were home in St. Louis. Fantastic zoo. I highly recommend it. Check it out. St. Louis Zoo people, if you're listening, uh, you can pay me for that. Anyway, we went to the gift shop and we bought her a polar bear at the St. Louis Zoo, like a stuffed animal. And I think I'm hooked on that feeling. I just wanted to buy her more shit. It's like, well, maybe she could have two stuffed animals. Maybe she should have all the stuffed animals. And that's going to be a real problem for us because, like I said, we don't have unlimited money. Like most people don't. And I just, I love buying shit for her. Anyway, so fast forward to they've got both helmets made. They've got the newfangled way that they measured, which is a much sleeker, much more comfortable looking, much less uh, obtrusive looking helmet. It's better in, in most ways. And then they have the old one that they're comfortable with that they know. They asked me, you know, which one do you like? And my response, which I think is a correct response, is I don't give a shit. I want you guys to tell me what you think is going to work better for her. I said, obviously, this one's sleeker. This one looks more comfortable. This one looks, you know, it's, it's less gaudy. But if you know this one's going to work, none of that matters. I don't care about any of that. I want you guys to tell me as the experts what you think, what are you more comfortable with? Because they hadn't used the new helmet as much, they were like, well, we're more comfortable with this because we don't know quite yet how to adjust this. We know it's going to work. We know it would work, but we're still more comfortable with this. I said, let's go with the big ugly one. And I basically told them, I trust your guys' opinion. My opinion doesn't matter here, so you tell me what to do. And they said, you know, I think you're going to be married a long time with that attitude. And so far, that attitude has worked out. When somebody knows more than you, you listen to them. You ask questions. You can take what you... you that, that doesn't mean you have to do what they say, but you definitely listen to them, especially if you have no frame of reference. Um... I mean, I realize I just pointed out my own hypocrisy with the baby led weaning. The pediatrician said to do things a certain way, and we're going to obviously do it in that certain way. But I think we can, because at the end of the day, everybody's different. Every child is different, and there are norms that work. But you also can know your child, I think, and you can try some different things. Obviously, we're never going to do anything that puts her in danger. We're never going to do anything that might put her into harm's way or that might not be good for her. Everything we do will be well-researched. And I don't mean taking a shit on Facebook research. 
I mean medical research, talking to experts, talking to people that have done it. I don't mean looking for my own opinion and finding things that confirm what I want to think. So, obviously we're going to go with what the pediatrician says. She has not steered us wrong. But I think we can do some other stuff too. And again, it was important to, to, to remember the pediatrician also said, these are not godsend rules. These are general guidelines. And if the pediatrician gives you that wiggle room, I will take the wiggle room and I will do what I'm comfortable with in that wiggle room. But I'm not going to go against what she says. Who I got a text message? Ooh. That's another thing I'm afraid of. I'm, I'm getting more gigs and stuff. It's a little weird going back out after, uh, you know, a year and a half of isolation. And it's, it's very strange. Very strange. And then I think about people that have been in prison for 30 years. And I've not been in prison. I've just been in my house relaxing. And it's weird for me to integrate back into society. Can't imagine those people stuck in prison. That can't be easy. I mean, that's... I don't know what that has to do with anything. Nothing. But it is something I'm thinking of, so it's going to come out of my mouth. Because I got to fill... I got no one else to talk to here. So I'm just filling up time. Um, but yeah, six months old. Today was a six-month appointment. We don't go back for another three months. And she said by the next time she comes in, she might be crawling. And she talked about baby-proofing the apartment, which I am all for. We got baby-proofing stuff a while ago. And I am very excited to baby-proof the hell out of this place. The thing I'm most scared about, this very heavy marble coffee table we have here. It is very heavy. The, so the bottom is like brass. I mean, it's not going to fall over. I'm not, the heaviness doesn't matter. It's more just that it's hard and there's no give to it. You take a header into that, just check into a fucking cemetery, man. Oh, more, more dates. Um, anyways, that's kind of what's going on today, um, is the pediatrician visit and, uh, the orthotist yesterday. And, uh, both of them were very positive experiences. Like everything with her is positive. She's great. She's amazing. She's, like I said, she's the best baby in the world. Um, and I will hear no arguments about that. Um... I did, last time I talked about how her stroller was fantastic, um, and it is. It's fantastic. My mom, actually, something that was that was really cool when we were doing tummy time, my mom, because my mom is a special needs teacher who works with a special needs teacher, so she works with special needs students, um, so she has a lot of tips and tricks for um, helping children develop. So she got us this... Um, it's like, uh, I don't know what it's called. They probably doesn't have a name, but anybody listening, tummy time, uh, when they're little, it's basically, it's like a little mat that goes on the ground and has a, uh, it's a rectangle. looks like almost like a, like a placemat at a table, but the outside has a ring that kind of blows up like an inflatable and the middle part, um, like the big majority of the mat fills up with water and it has like fish and stuff in there. And they can basically, it's almost like a big finger painting thing, but with water. So you can hit it and splash it. And there's little fish and glitter and things that splash around in there. It was great for tummy time when she was little. Now that she's rolling over, we lay her on it and she's just moving around. She's wiggling. I mean, I'll put her down for tummy time. Um, 
this is awkward, but if I'm here alone during the day, and I had my gallbladder taken out a few years ago, so my need, um, when I when I need to uh, go number two, it's imperative that I do it quickly, soon. There's no it, there's no buildup anymore. It's not like oh I'm gonna need to poop soon. My body just says you're gonna poop. Let's go. We need to go now. So if she's awake. I got to figure something out. Luckily, we have a nice carpeted area outside of our bathroom where I can see her. Poor girl has to sit there while I'm going number two, but it's fine. Anyway, I lay her down on her stomach. I'm in there. However long this uh, particular event might take place, this evacuation, and she's wiggling, she's rolling, and she might end up, she's not crawling, but she might end up facing the other way three feet away by the end of the time, you know, by the end of my bathroom uh process so she's wiggling she's moving around so that we i you know there's stuff we're already putting away we don't put her in her mamaru little swing anymore she's because she's she doesn't want to just sit there anymore she wants to do stuff so we have her little extra saucer thing that she stands in we have a mat she can roll and play around on lots of toys um but yeah one of the first things we put away was the tummy time water thing so we only got we got a few months out of it but those few months it is really cool and I think as she gets older, it'll be something that we can pull out again once she actually, you know, can choose what to play with. I think she'll get more enjoyment out of it. You can put the the hole where the water goes is you can put more items and different things in there to play with. So I think that'll be something to, uh, that'll come out again. Especially, I mean, you could even put it on a table and they can play with it sitting at a table. But it's a cool toy. Um, and I definitely think we'll get more use out of it than just when she was doing tummy time, when she's crawling around, if you're sitting at a table, things like that, she'll be able to play with it again. So Google that. I don't know how the hell you would find it. It's popular on Amazon. That's how you could find it. Um, again, the mat people with uh, water in it, you know, if you uh, reach out to me and give me money, I'll say the name of your product because I'm assuming it'll be on the check that you send me. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, there were, I think, eight downloads of the the first episode I did a few days ago. So if you were one of those downloads and you're listening to this one, thank you very much. I would do this if nobody was listening. I kind of, this is how I work through a lot of my thoughts and feelings as I just sit here and talk to myself about it. Um, and it's nice to record it. And if somebody can get something out of it, then, you know. That's great, even if it's just uh, laughing at my expense or being entertained. I think that makes me very happy. So to the people that listened to this and downloaded it, thank you very much. It means a lot. Um, I get a lot out of of doing this, talking into a microphone rather than the void. Um, So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I think she's going to be waking up from her nap soon. I'm letting her sleep a little late because she got her shots, and I don't know. She might be feeling a little under the weather, and she missed most of her first nap, so her schedule might be a little uh, fucked today. But that's okay, because we're flexible. That's what you have to be, flexible. Like a Russian gymnast. All right, well, thank you so much. This has been the That Guy Dad cast. Uh, hang in there, and I will uh, speak to you soon. Thanks so much.